Hey everybody, it's Dale. Just want to let you know we talk about video a lot here with Mike McRae. There is no video. Evidently the DJI Pocket 2 overheats or has a bad card or something like that, but we'll try again next time. Please enjoy. All right, that is uh, that's stock music. I think that's music that anybody can use. I hope it is. It comes loaded with this road. Um podcast machine the roadcaster that someone in radio of all things was nice enough to buy this thing for me and i'm not going to say who it was but it's so weird people we used to compete against are your fans now and um i have someone here who's not a fan of me right now and that is uh that is mike uh we literally did 20 minutes of a podcast and i realized i hadn't hit the video and that was a big deal for me today and then it just fell apart yeah. completely. It's all right. It's okay. You know, the third one. We had such juice going, too. Did we? Yes. I don't know if we had juice going. I, I thought so. You were letting me talk. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wow. We well, were I, had a, I had a lot to say those first couple of podcasts. I, I still know, have a lot to say about the business and all sure. that stuff. But uh, we were talking about dating. We were talking about being, you know, you're single with a child. Single with a child. Right. And you went on a date. Uh, you, you got no, the wrong. I, I wasn't going on. Dates, Tell the whole story I, again, I, Mike. I know, see, <laughs> so you want to retread the same stuff? Yeah, I want to, I want to retread that. Okay. Because I, I know where I want to go with it. So I was. How angry with me are you on a scale of 10? I'm not angry. I'm just looking at the clock. That's mm. all. Got to be somewhere for the Super Bowl. Well, I got to go home first and do something before I go. And then I have to go to H-E-B and then I got to go to this person's house. But all right. We'll, oh. we'll make it all work. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, uh, mis- you misread a date? No. I, it turns out I thought I was going on dates with a woman. Turns out I wasn't at all. That we, and, and we were at, talking on the phone. At, you right. know, like I got a friend, Joe. You know how my friend, my friend Joe and I go out by ourselves drinking and we talk on the phone and right. write about life? I'm being facetious. No, that's what I was doing with this woman. And uh, uh, it turns out, as I found out in the most humiliating way, these weren't dates at all. We were just hanging out as friends. And I have never been so wrong about it. I've never misread a situation. So how many, how many dates are we talking about? Two. Though? Two. But that's enough mm. to think. Yeah, second date's usually a kiss, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, and that's that what I base? tried to do. And then she was like, what? No, that's not what this is. And there weren't any hard feelings about it, but she's like, no, we're just going out as friends. Oh, that had to be a fun drive home. Yeah, I was so, emb- I walked back to my car and I did that thing where I was like tiptoeing while I was walking because <laughs> I was so embarrassed. And I'm like, wait, why am I fucking doing this? Uh, but yeah, and then I got back home and I texted her. I'm like, look, I'm sorry. I totally misread that. And then she called like immediately and we talked and it was fine. No hard feelings, but I was just still baffled. Like, did, wow. Did you, I already know the answer to this, but did you pay for everything? I, I know I didn't pay for everything. So I got the first rounds and then she offered to get, you know, one later for both of us, which is kind of standard fare for a date. You're not going to like my days. theory. Because tell tell well, every there's no good theory. Well, tell every yeah no you told it that she you leaned in, and she did the thing right. Yeah. Now, but you asked her. I used to have this thing with Daniel. And by the way, I heard from Daniel. We'll talk about that in mm-hmm. in a minute. But uh, you oh you did. I have to pretend that I haven't heard all this twenty minutes ago. I feel like such a fucking idiot, <laughs> man. 
I can't do it all alone. Good news is coming though. I think it, uh, we maybe you know have a place to live and mm. and, uh, yeah. and those things to happen. So what you were, you asked her before you kissed her, and I've always said you don't ask. You, I know, I yeah, but that's kind of you got to feel out the situation. But uh, it's I think that's kind of how it's done now. There's no way. There's, I mean. You're over. Th- you're well, you're over. Thir- you're in your thirties. I only asked because I, I, I leaned in. I think I kind of like looked at her, leaned in. Whereas, like normally, a kiss would go here, and she was just kind of looking at me. And I was like, I might. Under normal circumstances, I wouldn't have asked. Well, you know, okay. it'd just be like it's usually a mutual thing. Like, duh, this is what's happening right now. I don't have a policy to do that, but in this case, I was. Since I wasn't picking up anything that I, the, the last second, I wasn't picking up what I thought I was going to be picking up. I did ask just to be. Just but so you I, went and, and you stayed friends. You've stayed friends and y'all go, do stuff, right? Uh, yeah. We're, well, we haven't. Yeah. She came to one of my shows. Hmm. Just showed up. With maybe a, she's with not ready yet for that. Maybe, maybe. Well, that's she the, did say something about like, yeah, blah, blah, my ex. But she broke up with that guy in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't think it's not takes, ready. Oh, dude, it takes a long time for some people to get over some shit. Let me tell you, it takes a long, long I don't time. Think, you know, if women, if, if women are interested, they'll let you know. Yeah. That's what I've learned. Yeah. If they they're were. interested, they'll, right. you'll know. Yeah. I was walking out, uh, Amanda and I, wanted, I was walking out of the dinner and I didn't try anything. I wasn't, you know, being forceful because I was too too older and. As we were leaving the restaurant, she grabbed my hand and said, can we go have more drinks? And then I knew that, you know, something was happening there. But, she, you know, I told her, she's, this is a weird thing for me. I'm not going to tell that. Should I tell that? Yeah. Uh, she told me, you know, years later that she would have slept with me on that first night. I said, I wouldn't have gone out with you again. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, I had some weird twisted logic about shit like that, you know? Sex on the first date's par for the course now. The what? La- yeah. So you, if you get permit, do you have to do a contract or what do you do actually? What? You could, it sounds like you got to do a contract. To, to, the last girl I dated, she wanted to have sex in the car at the end of the date. I'd do that. But I, but I said no. But you know. you I know, didn't do that, just for the record. You know within 30 minutes of the date whether it's going to be somebody that you don't want to see again, that uh, you may date for a while, you know, and have some fun to see where it goes, or that you're going to be madly in love with this person and it's going to kill you later when they dump you. I mean, I had that actually happen. I mean, I met a girl. I had this long hair, you know, trying to look oh, like yeah. trying to look like Howard sure. as much as I could. And uh, we'd beaten him, and and I was showing up at the copper tank, you know, smoking cigars and doing all this shit. And there was, uh, <laughs> I'll never forget it, man. I'm standing there, and I'm sorry if you're at the radio. You, you listen to the radio, and you've heard these stories before. Uh, there's going to be a lot of retreads, but I'm trying to do some things in life that uh, are equally as embarrassing. Did you turn the camera on? I turned the camera on. Right, yes. It was blinking at minutes. us and rolling. It's so fucking funny. It's see, I look at it like radio. Hold my marker right there. When I was talking about what I was about to talk about. I, it, it's like radio. I feel, I feel like, uh, I felt like we needed to start over because it, I just got so lost for a second, you know, completely lost. What was I talking about now? You were talking about how you had long hair, smoking cigars, yeah. like you were a King Dick because of the radio. No, that was later. That was later after this happened. I started being the King Dick when the cigars were really popular. You know, uh, Speakeasy used to be, uh, cig- not Speakeasy, the other one. Now, the outdoor venue used to be a whole thing that had a humidor, uh, Cedar, not Cedar Street. Cedar Street? Doesn't matter. A bar downtown used to do cigars. 
But anyway, I had this long stringy hair. You've seen it on my son. The difference with mm-hmm. my son, however, is it's thick. Yeah. He's got hair on his legs. I know that sounds odd to me telling you about my 17-year-old son. I don't have a hair, uh, hair on me. Really? Except, yeah. But down here, man, it's like the 70s. Hairless wonder? Oh, no. It goes crazy down here. All right. At the area you don't want to. You don't want to talk about. Turn the camera off. Uh, I'll also try to fix this echo in post, everybody. Sorry about that. Um, what was I talking about? <laughs> the, the woman at the thing. So start I, over. No. <laughs> <laughs> we start over every time you forget, just so you learn a lesson. See, here's the deal, people. I, I get real uptight around Mike because I think he's smarter than me. I'm what? standing at the bar, and uh, I hear a girl say, to the other girl, she goes, is it Dale Dudley? You can pick up on, you, you can pick up on your name, what it's being said, even though I'm yeah. deaf as a doornail. You can pick up when, like, the, you can hear somebody with the syllables oh, sure. saying your name when you walk into some place. Cute girls, too. She goes, is that Dale Dudley? I go, ooh, ooh, here we go. It's going to be a good night. It's going to be all right. And the girl goes, yeah. And she, one of them said, he looks like Tiny Tim. And they weren't talking about the kid on crutches. Uh, from a Christmas story, oh. <laughs> they were talking. They were talking. You know, at some oh. point, at some point of this podcast, we will have a screen up, and oh, you will see what I look no. like. You could, you could probably go to the radio. No, the radio station took down all my pictures, so you can go to to, to my Facebook page <laughs> and check that. And then, what was another one? Oh no, about, no, no, no! no. Listen, the best thing about that story is it's. Happened so long ago, right? That hot girls knew who Tiny Tim was, right? Right. That is no longer and, the case. I assure you. And this, I may have, you know, joined these two stories to, together over the years, but I'm pretty sure her friend tagged it with "He looks like Beetlejuice." And that night, I said, "I'm cutting my hair off tomorrow." I cut my hair off. This goes back to the girl thing. I met this gorgeous uh, half Japanese wonderful woman and i say that now because she was one on she was in the first season of the housewives of dallas oh, okay and uh and i re- remember saying to bob the next morning i said dude this one's gonna hurt because i knew it would never last mm-hmm. you know these, these these were she heard her roommate were trying to get um famous yeah and um she was too nice to stay on the housewives of dallas but her friend did Le- leanne and no, knock, not knocking Leanne, but boy, she, she did something on Facebook yesterday. She's changed. They do, these older women on these shows do a lot of stuff to their faces. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of stuff to their lips. And, uh, and that's what. And they, Madonna. And guess what my friend Leanne was, was uh, hawking yesterday? What? Vaginal suppositories. What's that for? I don't know. My wife just laughed when I said it. Vaginal suppositories. Yeah, the last, you know, one of the last girls I dated. Vaginal suppositories. <laughs> Are we, doing, are we doing ads already? No. Wait, where is it? That comes with the machine. I will not be playing those post It's a good start, though. What are you going to say? Yeah, the last girl. I, I know what you mean, because the last girl I dated uh, a while ago, I knew it wasn't going to last. It was structurally not going to last. And, yeah, that stings. Yeah, she, I was way older than she was. And it was, you know, that's fine for a fling, but not for a real relationship. Really? Sure, I'm being married with, with, the, with the difference. Well. Is this is this no go? It's what? Super Bowl Sunday while we're shooting this, so I'm gonna have a cocktail. Was yeah. that was that enough? Was that a shot? I'm not paying attention. You do your thing, man. All right, you, we're gonna read. Uh, going back to radio, I was telling Mike uh, on the first 20 minutes that you missed. I'm I'm sinking into my couch right now. 
I was telling him that we, uh, we're going to read these actual complaints to the FCC <clears throat> that uh, my lawyer downloaded a couple of years ago. We're going to uh, do those. What you got from the Freedom of Information Act? He did an FIOA, <laughs> which costs like $250. You ever, you ever done one? No. I got so mad yeah, at... Uh, looking into the whole JFK thing. So that's by the way, if you see me doing this, you see that on my nose? Uh-huh. See the blemish in this one here? Yeah. Took my son in. My son's got uh, eczema. We took him in to see Dr. Renee Snyder. Whew. Very nice place to go visit. It's a very nice place to go visit. And she's sitting there uh, prescribing something for my son, and she goes, that's precancerous on your nose. And I wasn't even the patient. Next thing I know, she's got, have you ever had that done? Mm-mm. That nitrous oxide, not, not nitrous oxide. That's the last, it's nitrous, liquid nitrogen. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's the, it's the worst pain ever. And she just sat there and, bur- and burned my nose, so I'm picking at it, and I apologize for that. Yikes. Yeah, you all right? What's yeah, going on? I'm all right. Good. We're going to... Uh, be doing more of these. I hope everybody listens. I think they are. Right? I don't know why I get so nervous. I don't know either. Jesus Christ. Dude, to get on stage is the worst. I don't know how you do it. I was envious. I'm uh, driving around thinking about you today. And, ma- and, well, and, and masturbating. Okay. And I, uh, I figured it was going there. And I was thinking, yeah, I go for the, radio guys go for the easy ones, man. <laughs> we had to do it every fucking day. I thought you were telling the truth. <laughs> every day. Yeah, and I was uh, I was thinking about how I still want to be a comic. I still th- and I always wonder what kind of comic if I would have turned out, you know, because I did fine. I was in comedy when comedy right when it exploded big time. With the, and it love was, it, right? Yeah, and it was the Robin Williams, but seriously, folks, album that really that made me that that saved my career in radio. I said, "There's more of me in that than playing records." And then when Cern came along, I said, "If I keep playing records, I'm a dead man," you know. And sure enough. Everyone, you know, left until it was my time, my turn. Let's get into these. These are Dudley and Bob complaints. And this was pulled in 2013. I'm sure there were much more. Oh, okay. From the Freedom Information Act. And thank you to my friend Gene Anthes uh, for doing these for you. Let me see if I can find one. This one was from uh, 2006, uh, May of 2006, FCC notes. Here we go. Dale Dudley was ranting about a caller and voicing his opinion and lies about President Bush. This is the fun thing about the FCC. People are fucking idiots that write to the FCC. It is not against the law to have an opinion. And you can say it with all the pepper and the rough words you want to, as long as you don't violate the seven dirty words, which I had reduced to five, because we would still say dick. And there's one in here. I don't think we'll get to it, because there's a lot of them. But uh, yeah. where somebody here, let's see... Uh, uh, while doing so, he used the G damn phrase, and they, they put G underscore. Again, not a curse word uh, to some people, right? I said, God damn it. All right. Uh, I'm not sure if this is against the FCC rules, but he's been very offensive for over 15 years. You know, we weren't going to do anything to Dale, but we've seen enough of these over these the 15 people years. Are lame. Isn't it great? I am not a regular listener. I just listen when commercials. I heard, I heard goddamn so I'm going to involve the federal government. Jesus. This is uh elementary, but the words goddamn is all you're doing is wishing god to damn someone. Yeah. You're not which is what people do all the time. I do it all the time. I I definitely do. I'm not a regular listener blah blah blah. So there we go. That happened at uh 8.57 in the morning on that day. I'm sorry, I didn't realize there's three pages here. Here we go. Hold up. 
someone a pussy. Uh-oh. Go ahead, read it. Dudley and Bob both used the word pussy. They were discussing an incident between two politicians and made the remark that one of them was a pussy. You're finally doing voices on the fucking podcast. Way to go, buddy. Well, it fit. Yeah. I'll do it when it fits. Do them in celebrity voices. I, I got, when things change with Janet Jackson's nipple and all that stuff, I got, um, oh, I, I got right. a little nervous. I started, I stopped, I dropped pussy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pussy, we leaned into poussoir. You know, I was only fined by the FCC one time and it was not my fault. Sort of not my fault. So we record, we used to record of all things on videotape because the audio quality was better than the, you know, quarter inch tape that we use, or I think it was quarter inch tape. And uh, you could get more on it. So we would record those, and they would be recorded pre-delay. In other words, whatever was happening in the control room happened uh, would be on that tape. Mm-hmm. Where post-delay, all our edits are there. That's what we should have been running. And my good friend Loris Lowe was running the board first that morning on a rerun. And uh, I got a phone call from the radio station. I'm in this is, earlier before I turned the podcast off, we were talking about trying to get girlfriends back and how they pitch in the friend zone. Mm-hmm. I was with that girl who had put me in the friend zone. I was super depressed already walking around Disneyland, not being the happiest place in the world. I probably was the saddest person in the world. And I was definitely at Disneyland, but I was going to be on a panel for rock uh, radio and records, which was a huge mag- trade magazine back in the day. And they called up. I don't remember who it was. Uh, probably Jeff Carroll. He goes, dude, you got to issue an apology. I go, apology for what? Because I always had this thing when I was a young dick. That I'm not going to apologize for anything. <laughs> Fuck, you didn't apologize. I always, uh, I always thought that that's what Howard was doing. So that's what I should be doing. Yeah. And uh, uh, so anyway, uh, he goes, yeah. And he, said, he tells me what happened. And then I, I get a phone call from my British friend. And he goes, oh, Dale. Oh, Jesus. Straight up at 8 o'clock. They play, and this is, the, this is the late 90s. This is around 98, 97, 98. A woman had called up, and I'd been talking about mental illness, which is my thing. You know, that's, that's my cause. And I'd been talking about that. And she called up and said something uh, very offensive. I wish I could remember what she said, but it was offensive uh, enough for me to say these words. I'm even ner- I'm nervous about this because we're talking to some other people about the podcast. I don't know how much they want me to say. You know what I'm saying? I said, Shut the fuck up, you fucking cunt. Yeah, I was hoping for the scene. <laughs> Eight o'clock in the morning. Oh. Eight o'clock in the morning. And the radio station. Beautiful. The radio station, you know what they did? They tattled on themselves. They, they wrote a letter and attached a tape, and we sent it to the FCC to say, we're sorry, we know we did this, just in case you get complaints. $10,000. I didn't have to pay it. Insurance paid for it, probably. But that was, uh, yeah, that was the... One of the worst. Wow. One of the worst things that happened. Let's see here. Oh, we already did. Should that. I read these in a celebrity voice? Yes. Which one? Anything to save this, Mike. Uh, this one's really Dealer's long. choice. What voice should I read this? Well, you've told me you retired all the, a bunch of the voices. Yeah, I can do. Uh, what do you want? George Clooney? Jeff Bridges? Oh, I want Jeff Bridges. Okay, let's do it. Which, which, which page are we doing here? Which one do you want? I don't, to there's a real long one right here that was after the pussy one. Yeah. All right, so. One or more of those involved with the Dudley and Bob radio show said, Jane, you ignorant slut on the air. Stop right there. Do you, the person making this complaint, 
Do they not know what Jane, you ignorant slut is? It was an episode of Saturday Night Live that was out in 1977, and Dan Aykroyd is is talking to the Barbara Walters character and says that. I digress. (laughs) I'm a crime victim, so I posted as Jane D on the KLBJ FM message board. I put, I actually want to read this in my real voice. I posted something they did not like. The listeners were able to continue to call me vulgar and obscene names like cunt. No, they weren't. They did. On the KLBJ message board after oh. I was banned. Oh, I thought she meant on the air. Yeah, probably. The main host, Dale Dudley, distracted from the issue by using his wealth, airwaves, influence, and message board to keep his fans in a frenzy. I related an incident where his girlfriend, now wife, was drinking during her pregnancy. Oh. He started, claimed, I insinuated she was a lush. The truth is there is no drinking during pregnancy, and it was her behavior that would have insinuated anything. His fake outbursts like this kept his fans making obscene comments about me and continuing to call me slut. <laughs> uh, first of all, Jane she, Doe, crime she, victim. <laughs> <laughs> she can still go fuck herself. She got her, Here's, she got her mailbox uh, wrong. Real quickly, the story is we were doing Mr. Puniverse, you know, um, at, uh, what is it, Schultz's Garden. And Amanda was eight months, nine months pregnant. I mean, it was about to pop. There were two, a great thing happened that night that was disappointing. And then the hot woman comes up to my wife and says, are you? She wants to know. This beautiful woman invited us to go home. She was into the whole pregnancy thing. And my wife said, no. Can you believe that? What? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she, uh, oh, what? Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't just one. It was a hot woman that was well known at the time. Hot, a really hot woman who was well known at the time. And she was way into it for some reason. And I guess she would let me tag along, but that's not what happened. The the thing that happened that where I lost my shit is Amanda ordered a beer. I've lost you with pregnant woman and lesbian. Haven't I? Or threesome. Yeah. Where did I lose you? I don't know. I'm listening. I was, uh, Amanda ordered one beer and the waitress. Now think about that. We're working there doing something and the waitress comes out and she hands Amanda the beer and she says uh, something to the effect of, um, it's a shame your, your kid is going to have to grow up with a mother like you because of the beer. Now this wow. is before they came out and said that one drink that all alcohol, that pregnant women, pregnant women shouldn't breathe. They, this is before yeah. they came out and said all of that stuff. So, you know, I mean, yeah, does he have some issues at school? Sure. But I don't think it was the shiner that, that happened. That's a good one. And she literally put Jane Doe crime victim, <laughs> victim. on the whole thing. It, the government, look at this, three pages of stuff that she's writing. Tax dollars at work. Uh, all right, do you still doing Liam Neeson? Okay, do this one with Liam Neeson. This show is comparable to cable network news. To cable network show Howard Stern. Women's body parts are described. Strip clubs are detailed. This morning, 10.30, the word goddamn was aired. It's beyond profane. Numerous calls to the station. Do nothing. We weren't on at 10.30. I want my name anonymous. We weren't on at 10.30. Having, like, tough guys to... Read these things. Telling truth. Who no. are these pussies? I don't know. I had an old man one time corner me who was a 
kind of a fan, not corner me, but we were having a discussion and he's connected with a charity that we got into. By the way, let's go back to that one woman. I was, how was I using wealth on the air to make people be mean to her? Well, just, this is this, but this is years ago. This is 20. This is what did I, what did I say? 2006. This is years ago before the PC world took over. Um, all right. This is hard to read because they've faded. We'll move on. I'll bring that one in back up if I can figure it out. Look at it on the computer. You found another one? Death threats, bigotry, and anti-Semitism. Where was that? <laughs> there was continuous profanity along with death threats, bigotry, and anti-Semitism. There was a clear and present danger of serious substantive evil and then a question mark. Is that now are you reading the Between one that Between 9:12 a.m. and to 9:16 a.m. on 7:29 my birthday 2011 with children in the area. This entire sentence doesn't make any sense. Anti-Semitism. Well, I must have told the story about what my mom used yeah, to call it. Yeah. You, well, you missed that because I, I edited the damn podcast. And- this is the greatest hyperbolic complaint ever heard. There was continuous profanity along with death threats, bigotry. I wish I was listening. Bigotry and anti-Semitism. There was a clear and present danger of serious substantive evil. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't bigotry, isn't anti-Semitism, wouldn't that be lumped in with bigotry? Yeah, but it's anti-Semitism is so important that it has to be listed separately. I grew up in a town in West Texas mm-hmm. where there were Church of Christ Baptists and I think some Presbyterians. I didn't know what a Jew was until I started getting, uh, getting into studying World War II. You know, watching those things with my watching stuff with my dad. What I've a never blissful childhood. I've, I've never had an issue with that particular religion or whatever, you, if you want to call it race, whatever. I've never had a that. Now, wait a minute. That sounds like I have problems with all the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> they're cool. I never had no problem with the Jews, man. They're you're they're good. They were all good. They're good. They now, were all good. Other ones, that's a whole different. Um. Let's see here. During an interview, one of the radio hosts uses the phrase "acting." Lick a dick. No, acting like a dick is what I said, but they have it lit here. So that was some Freud, a Freudian slip going on there. When they said, someone's part. Acting lick uh, a dick. During an interview. No, that's the same one. All right. Well, that's that. Let's rack up some more. Let's say it's, let's make this the most offensive podcast ever. No, let's go back to the part. I'm so sorry, man. I'm so embarrassed. I'm humiliated. Because I really wanted to do this from home and I think it will be fine. I think everybody will be fine with us. And by the way, can I get some, um, they'll let us broadcast live on YouTube if I have a thousand followers. Yeah. And I think I have to have, have listening hours too. So make sure you listen. You know, even if you don't want to listen to us, just let it play. Yeah. Just let it play through, mute it. you know, have just it mute the- it, put it in your desk or whatever. Um, I wanted to go back to some of the things we hit that I, didn't have the button recording. Well, did, we, did we talk about DNA? The DNA thing. Yeah. Were we talking about that on the previous podcast, which will now be oh. known as, that will be known as 3A, and this is 3B. Yeah. Yeah. Three is you should have episode. seen Mike when I said, I got, we have to quit. We got to start over. I can't, I, I got to have the video on this one. It just, it seemed to be more popular than when we just did a recording. You should, I got to go somewhere. You still got to go somewhere. Okay, DNA. I heard through the grapevine. That you had a bit. Uh, yeah, I did have a bit about it. And that, then yeah. you're telling me now that you, um, not gen, yeah, genealogy is your 
favorite thing, right? Yeah. And I've been doing it for years, way before Ancestry, the internet, all that. Like you'd go down to the library? Yep. I do all the all And are you doing letters. just your family? I'm not doing other people's fucking family. <laughs> do you want a drink? No, I'm good. Thanks. I wanted to get really drunk on this one. I'm just humiliated. My sister does. Uh, she's got us back to the 1300s. I find it amazing. We did that thing with Ancestry with our DNA. And what was crazy about it is once you get on, you don't have to do any work. It all pops up. And you find out about the Dudleys. Like they're, yeah, I'm what? a little skeptical about Ancestry. Okay, hang on a second. though. I, what I found about my family is going back, you know, a several generations, depression was all in, ah. all, it was all in the Dudleys. I mean, there was a guy in 70, like 1970, you see his uh, divorce records, which somebody has put up online. There's weird stuff on yeah. there. There's sort of invasive shit on there. And then a year that. later, you see his death certificate. Guess what it was? Yeah, suicide. Bunga, bunga. Death by bunga. No, uh, oh. yeah, took a uh, gun. Yeah. Took himself out. The gun. I'm not allowed to own a gun anymore. Did you know that? That's probably good. We right? probably should talk about that sometime. <laughs> we probably should talk about it. I can't, can't own a gun. It's a felony if I own a gun. Really? Yeah. Last summer. Not last summer. August 26th of that week where everything started going uh, yeah. really wacky. So, yeah, it's changed. It said I was English, Irish, and a little bit of Scottish. Now it says I'm mostly Scott yeah, with, see, with English and then Irish. I am, DNA can tell you all sorts of amazing things. I'm all into archaeogenetics and that kind of stuff. But What is archaeogenetics? Well, that's a really exciting uh, field where they can do, essentially what they can do now is it's, uh, Looking into the genome of old skeletons. So you, you dig up someone who lived 5,000 years ago. They have the technology now where they can get the DNA from that skeleton. And whereas before, you know, 15, 20 years ago, they could do a Y-haplotype test in a mitochondrial D- DNA. See, this is, what, this is what I'm talking In the previous but, podcast, I said, I don't know how long it's going to last with Mike because he's so much smarter than me. It's <laughs> not true. This is just my stuff I'm interested in. But now on a skeleton, you can basically do a full autosomal DNA test. Basically, a 23andMe for someone who's been alive 5,000 years ago. Autosomal, okay. Right. Right. So you can basically get their whole genome. Right. But now, but the thing with like the, the, my joke was about narrowing down the nationalities of it, right? Because your DNA doesn't know what flag is flying. No. You know it didn't I mean? know where you, mostly didn't know where you lived all the time either. Yeah. So I, I, they're, what, they, what they're doing is they have sort of a best guess algorithm, which, now, as time goes on and the more people take these tests, it actually helps refine them a little bit. But in the beginning, and, and these things were so vague because, you know, you, there, there were ways that people could get, have Native American ancestry in their background who didn't actually have Native American Oh, that ancestry. happened. That was me. We did that on the air. It was a whole thing. My, I, I was told there was no hair on my body because we, we were part Native American, which I didn't know that's a, that's kind of a, uh, a stereotype, isn't it, to say that a Native American doesn't have any hair on his chest? They are, yeah, they have less body, yeah. body hair. But it, turned, it, it was 0%, none, none. Okay, on, oh, on. and then the opposite happened. So, yeah, yeah. More, much more common is it for people like you to think, oh, yeah, we got a Cherokee ancestor or whatever. Here, here's what happened. None. There was a letter that was written by one of my grandmothers, and they didn't have enough money in the oil. We're talking Oklahoma, East Texas, and West Texas. 
And she was going back to the reservation to have the baby because evidently there was somebody there or some, uh, she could get it cheaper or something. They were going back, back to the reservation. They lived, there were oil camps that were on the reservation. Okay. So she made, she, you know, uh, my, my family's wealth, um, they were super rich. I'll tell, wow. tell you more. Finish what your, your thought. Uh, was I now? All right, let's I start say? over. Start, start, start over. St- dude, I'm going to issue the, the 20 minutes we did. I'm going to issue it as a bonus 3B. Three B. If I get enough vote, if I get a thousand people yeah, the lost following <laughs> me on YouTube, um, and, uh, and the metrics work out. That first one went through the fucking roof. It was crazy. Uh, the first podcast. But you can also get DNA saying you're Native American or part Middle Eastern without actually having any of those backgrounds because of how DNA works. So the, that simple model. So I can say that I'm a Native American. What? You said you could say it without having any of it in your blood. No, I'm saying you can have, you can get a test result back saying that you're part Native American or part Middle Eastern without actually having any of that, that you can get false positives as well. Do you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right, right. So, so you're not necessarily English or Scottish is what you're trying to tell me in a very complicated way. No, you probably are. I mean, that probably is what your background is, as right. is mine, basically. But sometimes... But McCray? Scottish. Is it Scottish? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of... Can you say mix? There's a lot of mix... In, in Ireland, too. So. Yeah, you can call them mix. I do. Okay. Because I'm not Irish. Right. But, uh, but, yeah, no, I'm not saying it's wrong that you are not those things, but just be a little skeptical, of, especially when it gets, like, the percentage or whatever. It's just, um, how can, you know, how can you get, let's say you're not Middle Eastern at all, but how do you get a Middle Eastern... Five percent Middle Eastern DNA. I think we're boring people. You know why? I found I found that genealogy didn't appeal to anyone else around me. I did because if you join if you join Ancestry, it, all this stuff pops up. Ask a little girl out for, in high school had a huge crush on her, mm-hmm. and uh, it was Karen Godsey. Still consider her a friend. We were in theater together, and I know I didn't ask her out. I was, had a crush on her. I was afraid to tell her. I'd leave her roses and just run away from the house. And uh, little Dale. years later, she, uh, as we were graduating or right after, she said, my dad met your dad, and we have the same great-grandparents. And sure enough, it showed up on, on genealogy. Oh, wow. Isn't that a weird That's deal, though? We're, we weren't in the same city. I mean, we didn't grow up in the same city or it's anything like world. that. Well, let me tell you something, though. I'll, I'll just say this and leave it as far as ancestry goes. You go and you click on the leaves. You say you don't have to do the work. You're, probably it was very possible that if you do that, you're going to be led astray and make a mistake. I did it. I made myself I, find Robert E. Lee in our line. But then going back, I realized I had the wrong people. Right, exactly. So for It's example, like a Ouija board. You want, you want somebody to be famous in your family. Yeah. My, my, uh, my cousin, um, he said, oh, I found this like funny family story on uh, Ancestry on our Moore side. And I, Showed me, I'm, and and I know the family, and this 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 family line has been known for ever. I mean, a hundred, it's not a recent discovery. We know the family Morris line, and I looked. I'm like, well, these are probably cousins, but we're not descended from these people. Like an old witchcraft story from the 1600s. I'm like that's a, probably related. But he's like, but I went on ancestry and went back and found them. Like, well, then 
it's it's wrong. You made a mistake. And he's younger. He's a lot younger than I am. And he can't. I mean, people think, oh, but it's on the internet. It's real. I went on Ancestry and went back and hit all the leaves, and it led back to that. I'm like, yes, I know that's what you did, and you ended up in the wrong place. And on Ancestry, if one person is wrong, then it's hundreds a, of people it are spreads wrong. mimetically. Hundred people. So if you're just going on Ancestry and just blindly getting a family tree off of that some of it might be right Mm -hmm. but you are probably getting wrong shit i always thought we were poor sharecroppers because i had to hear that from my dad all the time sharecropper is somebody who works another man's land the man that owns it and he never can get out of debt because there's the company store we may have heard that in a song or where uh, he bought things on credit and it was never enough to cover it Mm -hmm. so they go through the whole depression come to find out no we were rich uh, by, by the way, I'm coming back to Rich. Don't worry about me. Uh, isn't that 1863 ga- gap? That one's a little tough to find people sometimes. It's just men go off and you never can find another thing about them because of the war. Was it 1863? I think it was. Well, the war was eighteen. No, but I would find a guy, a cousin, a Dudley, and then uh-huh. you just never, there's nothing else about him. There's, oh, there's, yeah. They, they, uh, Especially, the, I assume they were Confederates. Yeah, we so we but we were wealthy with people. I, I don't want to say we. My family was wealthy with people. Go and they were aristocrats going back to the 1700s, and then the 1600s and all that was Dudley Castle. And then he dated one of the Elizabeths or something and got his head chopped off or something went down. I find it fascinating. We probably bored everybody, but I just I think it's amazing. I don't know why people don't want to know. I think they Amanda, do. I think Amanda, there's an interest in it now, Amanda. No, no, I did, but there's you and I. I I sat there for a year doing it, and I want to get I want to get a membership and go back and do it more. And my sister, she does it all the time. She she actually records stuff for the Mormons. Was that this side we talked about the Mormons, or was that the one? I I think that was the pre the lost episode. The lost episode. But yeah, I used to go to the Mormon library and use it over by the radio station. You know what I'm talking about? No. Yeah, it was right there by our radio station where I don't work anymore. Yeah. So there's a Mormon church over there, and in there is a, a little genealogical library that you can go and use. And what they have, basically, is it's a lending library. You can order microfilm. Now, all this stuff is online now. Microfiche. Microfilm and microfiche, and they would get send it from Salt Lake City, like a library loan, and you'd pay. And then I'd sit there and go through the microfilms and figured a lot of stuff out that way. And, it was, uh, and they were very nice. And they don't, they never tried to proselytize. But for the people in the know, Ancestry.com, yeah, it's great. FamilySearch.org, which it's is better. another free site. And that's where if you want, you need to get the deep cuts because they have all the actual legal documents on there, all the old documents to actually prove this stuff. If you want to establish that somebody is the son of this person, you need to be able to prove that somehow. Ancestry doesn't, you know, if you just see a family tree, like, oh, power of suggestion, that's his dad and that's his dad. They're like, oh, okay. Well, if, if you're really doing this, you need to be able to prove that. Well, well, it's proof, though. If I, if I get stuff from the other people who put pictures up and put up, you know, like, for example, we have two, uh, I have a great-grandfather and, and his son, which would be a cousin, who are on the National uh, Fallen Officers Memorial. Okay. They were both cops. There's an article about one, and his last words were, uh, boys, I think they've killed me. Mm. That, was, that was his last words. But that's valid, isn't it? Well, let's, uh, let's, Kate, let's talk about going back a little further. Like, are we I, I don't think so. I think people are interested. 
1700s, 1800s, how do you establish that Richard Dudley is the son of John Dudley or whatever? Like, how do you prove that? Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a gap with, uh, in the 1800s with Dudley, who was a peddler. He went around, you know, selling wares and things like that. But, and we're not sure if that's the way it goes or whether it goes with somebody else. You can't right. tell. So that's, so that's where the, the actual research comes in where you need to be able to look at lots of different documents and try to figure out how to establish a relationship. Yeah. That's where the work. Now back to dating. Okay. You, you got to go. No, I, don't, I mean, how, where are we now? We're at 42. How long did you want to go? 45 or an hour. Go do a few more minutes. You're, you can remember the first podcast that we were doing that I had to, that I dumped. How pissed were you at me just a few minutes ago? Oh, you mean the lost episode? The lost. <laughs> I uh, wasn't pissed. I, I'm, I, never I doing, I'm never doing one at my house again. I'm Why never, not? I'm never going to be, because it's like, it's, it's so tedious and so tense. You saw me, you saw my new dog. It won't stop barking, won't stop moving around. I got an 11-year-old. I, don't, I, I think you don't like being at your house. I don't think it has to do with recording here. <laughs> There's a little something for the camera. A little something for the people watching on the camera. Uh, I don't know. There's something about it, you know. I'm still, I'll just be honest, I'm still not comfortable. I've always really respected you and always, you'd come on the air, and I would do that goofy thing where I wanted you to do a voice because yeah. I, I didn't know what else to ask you, you know. So. Well, now you can ask me anything. We can't talk about this. Oh, see, see, it's it, ah. Sorry, I, I'll edit that out if you want. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just bleep it out. How's that? Yeah, yeah, sure. Or yeah, whatever. We, we can bleep that out. But you are Irish. No, English. I, I'm, I'm English, German, Danish, and Scotch Irish. I have a fascination with. Uh, which is a very specific thing. Not, not Switzerland. What is it? Name some of the Nordic countries for me. Denmark, Sweden, and Norway. Norway. I have a fascination with Norway. I watch Norwegian uh, uh, sitcom, not sitcoms. Sitcoms. Uh, no, no, no. Regular uh, drama, dramedies on dramed, dramies. That's two. That's one. Dramedaries? That's a drink and a Norwegian half. Cables? A drink and a half. No, uh, cop shows and stuff that they do in series. A series from Norway. They even had a thing where you could just watch a boat or a train on the Norway stations for hours and it was the hottest thing in the country. But for some reason I'm fascinated by that area and come to find out yeah, I've got I mean, a little finish in me or something. Oh, like that. really? Okay. Yeah. Somewhere along the line. It's a beautiful, Interesting. yeah. My dad had blue eyes. I don't know where that comes from. So what else oh, were we talking about on the other podcast? The lost podcast? I can't remember. That's it's hard to keep track with yeah. all the forgetting. I know. I'm really worried about it. I, I mean, you, I was doing that on the air for a while, but then I put the, yeah, and then I put, I, I always wrote it off to, um, oh, I drank too much last night or I did this, but I think it's medication actually. I'm reading yeah. up on some of the stuff I've been taking for a very long time. Uh, I won't say the name of it, but it, run, it rhymes with Manax. Uh huh. And they say that there's a memory loss issue. So I'm weaning myself off uh, for the trolls. I'm just having this drink and, and again, I'm not taking Xanax when I drink. Well, next time I'll, I'll be. My streak fired me because of a listener. One of our, one of our, one of the trolls out there who just doesn't like my existence uh, got a hold. Because I would talk about the doctor on the air. His name was Cordoba and uh, loved the guy to death. And he just kept calling me saying, I'm hearing these things because people would call him up that, so I don't say the name of my 
therapist anymore. That I, and then Matt turned it into a bit. Like he goes, oh, when, oh, when you were, I said, I took his annex. He goes, oh, while you were drinking? Of course. And, he, and so that went in. Oh. The dude fired me because he, he called me one afternoon. I said, look, if, are you calling me again about Xanax and alcohol? And he goes, yes, Mr. Dudley. I'm really, I go, dude, I spent $210 to see you every, every time. Don't bring it up again. And, then, and I hung up on him. And the next day he called me and fired me. Wow. Which is against the law. It's not against the law. It's against the rules. It's called abandonment. You have to, you know, you have to feel in danger or something like that. But the guy had saved my life, so I just said, fuck it. But that's long-term stuff. But after the first uh, of this tonight, I'm definitely going to uh, wean off and see if there's something else going on. Yeah. You know. Well, in the meantime, I can have like a little legal pad. I could be a stenographer as well, so we keep track of. I usually do that. On the radio show, I would write down a word to remind me. Yeah, that I wanted to to get back to something. Like you said, you had that on the first episode, and you weren't forgetting everything. I had something happen this week, and I go, "Oh, that'd be funny on the podcast." But you know, we've got another. We got more to do. I think I think we're going to be fine. Yeah. So and and we hinted. I'm talking to some people. That's all. Mm -hmm. Some big people, and uh, I'll just tell you what it is. I won't. I won't say the name of what's going on. There's some people that want to help us, and we're going to get advertisers which is something I wanted to do, which I could do on my own uh, that was going on. But we're talking to some people who could make it much bigger. And, uh, and uh, my worry is uh, they don't want you cursing or saying anything. And I've always wanted to, to be able to just talk like a normal human being. I remember the first uh, taint and teabag. We just went, fuck shit, fuck, fuck, <laughs> we did. And the first, the sideshow, we would cut, cur- the first ones we'd curse and go just, Hey man, shit my pants. <laughs> Which I actually did over the past few months. I don't know. I told this story. Didn't you tell this in the first episode? Did I? Yeah, I think so. This is yes. I've, cause I've heard this. Well, then I'm, that's it. This is, is it. This is it? This, okay. is, this is it. I told it on the first episode for real. I'm almost positive. How else would I know this? Yeah. Cause then I went uh, the test and the whole, mm. all right. Well, <sighs> we did it. We did it. You done? Any, any closing thoughts? Oh, no. And I wish we could put this at the... I'm going to edit some stuff. No, I can't do it because we're doing video. I wanted to make this all about you doing Valentine's Day, performing at Valentine's Day at Cap City, at the new Cap City. That's... Oh, shit. Shit, yes. That's, yeah, I wanted to hit that. This Tuesday, February 14th, Cap City Comedy Club, capcity.com for tickets. I'm headlining. All right, everybody. Uh, it's a work in progress, and I really appreciate it. Mike McRae. Love you guys. Dale Dudley. I think it's called the Dale Dudley Show, but I think I'm just going to call it Dudley. I think just Dudley would be good. Dudley. Yeah. yeah. I don't like show. It's not a show. Obviously, I'm senile. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not putting any, anything out there. All right. We'll see you the next time. It's called everybody. Dudley because he forgot. And, and to the person who bought me the Roadcaster, absolutely brilliant piece of equipment. I appreciate it. And to my wife who helped me set up the cameras and everything else. And uh, we'll do it again in a week or two. Yep. Right? All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. We'll see you.